Well, good morning and welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. It is Thursday. It is the final day of February for 2024, the 29th Leap Day. The New Orleans Police Department was so afraid of Leap Day being just another excuse for people to go out drinking that they have decided to move their DWI checkpoint to tonight, a Thursday night, instead of its previously scheduled Wednesday night? Why the hell would you set up a DWI checkpoint in the middle of a work week anyway? The drinkers are mainly out on the weekends. A person speaking for the New Orleans Police Department on condition of anonymity said, they received an anonymous tip that many people consider Leap Day, the 29th day of February that only occurs once every four years, a night of drinking because it only happens once every four years. Of course, I spoke with this individual and explained to them that that's no reason to go drinking, and he said it's New Orleans. I guess he might be having a good point. Anyway, according to state law and the city charter, amended so many years ago, the city must announce on public radio and television stations they're having a DWI checkpoint. They can't disclose where it is, but they must announce that they are conducting one so that when someone says, I was ambushed and I had no prior advanced warning, they can't use that as an excuse to get out of their DWI arrest. DWI is driving while intoxicated in Louisiana. In many other states, it's DUI, driving under the influence of alcohol or other mind-altering substances. The limits in Louisiana for many, many years were 0 0.0, I'm sorry, 0 0.1, 0 0.1, and they've been changed to 0 0.08 in keeping with, I believe, every other state in the union which actually lowers the threshold for just how many brewskis you can have when you're out on the town and then jump back behind the wheel. Now, I will tell you this. I am 100% against driving under the influence, driving while intoxicated, driving while impaired. Here's the problem. Police departments around the country get federal funds and some local police departments get state funds in addition to federal funds for issuing DUI, DWI, driving impaired arrests. And sometimes it has been proven in courts, people have been hauled down to the Huskow with 0, 0.000 blood alcohol levels because they stuttered. Joe Biden should be in jail because they don't have a great sense of balance like yours truly. I watched in amazement last week at some of the trials for the Olympics upcoming 
and some of these little gymnast girls however many feet four feet four and a half five feet above the ground on a bar no wider than my foot running jumping doing cartwheels flipping backwards handstands standing on one foot standing on their toes and then dismounting with grace that's what I feel like when I'm at a DWI checkpoint and I'm asked to step out of the vehicle with my bad knees <clears throat> excuse me at least the cops now ask do you have a medical condition that might affect the results of this DWI and I say yeah I've got major knee surgery multiple times on one knee I've got bone-on-bone -bone knee condition on the other knee my calves are bigger than my thighs for God's sake from lack of exercise and I have no discernible sense of balance that I am aware of when standing some cops don't appreciate that they think I'm trying to be funny okay funny guy step out well funny guy does step out I comply with all lawful commands given to me by a law enforcement officer I've often offered to roll up my pants to show them the scars upon my knees, other scars on my person. So say, yeah, I've got a legitimate reason why I'm probably not going to pass your test, no matter what hour of what day, of what week, of what month, of what year you give it to me. I am balance challenged, boys and girls. Anyway, enough about that. Mitch McConnell, the uh, Senate Minority Leader, the Republican who has uh, recently sided with uh, the Democrats on many issues, has decided that at age 82, despite several episodes of blanking out, he is going to remain in the Republican Party as a United States Senator. However, he is stepping down from his leadership role as the minority leader in the U.S. Senate. Effective November. Why can't, why couldn't Dianne Feinstein, why can't Joe Biden, why can't Chuck Schumer? Why can't Nancy Pelosi? Why can't other leaders show this type of, what's the word I'm looking for? Admission that their age and their cognitive abilities have waned in their later years. Why can't they, why don't they do what George Washington and many of our founding fathers did. Serve one or two terms and then go back the hell home and build a life there. Now you know the answer and I know the answer. And that answer is they crave not only the power that rising to the ranks of leadership in Congress or the Senate or the presidency or the vice presidency gives them, it's all the influence peddling and their ability as senators and House of Representatives members 
to do insider trading, which is illegal for you to do, illegal for me to do. If I acted on insider information that I received through some anonymous source tomorrow that Nike stock was getting ready to crash and the company was getting ready to file bankruptcy, and so I dump my stocks early and make a whole bunch of money by dumping my stocks while they're still high, well, my friends, I go to prison for insider trading, Bernie Madoff type stuff. But naughty, nasty, Nazi, Nancy Pelosi can get a hot tip on a stock that's trading very low and say, hey, I just found out that this company that makes hybrid technology for cars is getting ready to go very high because the United States government is going to invest heavily in the new hybrid vehicle technologies. I want you to buy a million shares at four cents a share. And so she runs out, her stockbroker runs out on her behalf and buys a million shares at four cents a share. So she takes four million dollars out of her spare bank account and buys those million shares at four cents a share. And then, voila, the next day, that company's technology stocks go viral. They go skyrocketing northward and they become $110 a share. Nancy Pelosi does not get penalized for that. She has an exemption. She is a member of Congress. No one is going to do anything to her, not even investigate, not even ask a single solitary question. How did you suddenly make $117 million in profits? A billion, sorry, is that 117 billion? Okay, whatever the hell it works out to be. Yeah, from, from four cents to $117 per share. Yeah, she'd be very, very, very wealthy. And then she simply sends all that money to her offshore bank accounts and nothing is ever said because she's a member of Congress. How fair is that to you or to me? How does a person who makes 174 grand a year living in San Francisco, California of all places, one of the most expensive places on earth to live, how does she become a multi-multi-millionaire. It's because of the influence peddling. It's because of the selling of the Pelosi brand name to get influence with big businesses, to get insider trading tips, to pass legislation favorable, favorable to the companies that she invests in. How is that not illegal for her? or for any U.S. congressperson, senator, vice president, president. But they make the laws. And the president, who is within Nancy Pelosi's own party, signs those bills into law. So if they want to give themselves a 50% pay raise tomorrow, they simply write it down on paper, hand it to Gropey Joe, he signs it, they make more money. 
course, they don't do that. That's too obvious. That's too overt, too blatant, too out in the public. So they just allow themselves through their laws to do insider trading, which then allows them to make a whole lot more money on the side with their stock trades and their so-called investments than they would by giving themselves a raise. And that, my friends, is why Congress doesn't give itself raises. They know we would be pissed. So back to uh, Mitch McConnell. He has decided that uh, the rigors of uh, public service all these years has, uh, uh, it's time to uh, pass the torch on to the next uh, generation. And I think he did it at this point in time, made the announcement at this point in time, although he's not stepping down until after the November presidential elections, until after many House of Representatives members will be voted upon. I think he chose that point in time to send a message to gropey Joe Biden and naughty, nasty Nazi Pelosi. It's time for you also to step aside, to let the next generation give it a go, have a crack at it. No, I didn't say Hunter Biden. I didn't say crack addict. I said crack at it. But I can see how easy it would be to make the jump from Joe Biden being too old for office to Hunter Biden, the crack addict. Speaking of Hunter, yesterday he appeared before a closed door deposition with Congress. And suddenly, because he rehearsed his lies, uh, lines so well, Freudian slip, nah. Because he rehearsed his lies so well and very convincingly tried to sway the committee investigating him that his daddy didn't know anything about his business dealings. Despite mountains and mountains of evidence, hours upon hours upon hours of audio and video tape, tweets, emails, text messages to the contrary, crackhead coke addict Hunter Biden, through his attorney, said he delivered a very convincing and compelling deposition and that this entire business about trying to impeach Joe Biden is nothing more than a witch hunt. Maybe not in those words, but that was the gist of it. Now, how come when you're investigating Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, Hallie Biden, and all the other Biden crime family members, it's a witch hunt. But the witch hunt being conducted against Donald Trump and his family is a legitimate congressional investigation. Donald Trump's name was supposedly removed from yet another ballot in another state for president in yet another move to besmirch the name of Donald Trump heading into the November elections. I don't recall which state they said, but another state yesterday plucked Trump's name from the official ballot for president. 
This will, of course, only enrage voters in that state who will simply write in Donald Trump's name if the Supreme Court doesn't come down with their ruling saying, wait a minute, how can you remove an innocent man's name from the presidential ballot because he is innocent until or unless he is proven guilty in a court of law of high crimes and misdemeanors or treason. It is a witch hunt, my friends, against Donald Trump. Make no mistake about it. Know this in your heart. Know this in your soul. Know this with every fiber of your being. They, the Democratic political party, are scared to death of another Donald Trump presidency. And I'll explain. Economies run in cycles. Macro economies. The world's economy. And right now, we are poised to finally begin coming out of an inflationary period. Now, the inflationary period cycle that Joe Biden found himself in was grossly, grotesquely exaggerated by his over-the-top, out-of-control printing of fake money, of federal spending, of giving our money away to other countries and not taking care of our own country. The inflation, without all of the so-called Inflation Reduction Act or transportation and infrastructure bills or this or that or the other, the trillions of dollars of money that was printed by Joe Biden and his treasury and just handed out as free cash to people during the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, and now deep into 2024, caused inflation to go much, much higher. The, the world's economists all thought, hey, we're going through a period of heating of our economies. It looks like we're gonna go from 2% inflation to about four, maybe four and a half. Get ready, get ready, countries of the world. Joe Biden and his team of morons said, hey, they already said it's an inflationary cycle that's headed our way. Let's take advantage of it. Let's screw our own people, see how high we can get it. And they got it to 9.1%, the highest inflation on the books since Jimmy Carter was the president 41 years ago. Joe Biden did that. It wasn't a Trump conspiracy when all those I did that stickers were placed on fuel pumps and gasoline stations around the country. When gasoline spiked from $1.68 under Donald Trump to over $5.15 a gallon under Joe Biden. Joe Biden did that. Bidenomics did that. Bidenflation did that. He can try and blame Donald Trump and the Republican Party. He can try and blame big corporations. He can try and blame Barney the Purple Dinosaur. I don't care. 
Joe Biden and his economics team, the Bidenomics crafters, did that. They did it to you. They did it to me. They did it to the guy I'm passing right now in that nasty-looking gold Prius with the busted taillight. They did it to the 18-wheel tractor-trailer truck driver that I'm passing right now. Joe Biden did that. And he took credit for it and even put his own name on it, calling it Bidenomics. He thought he was being cute. He thought he was channeling Ronald Reagan and Reaganomics. Joe Biden destroyed our wonderful economy. And then he dared to take the phrase, make America great again, and try to denigrate it by calling it MAGA Republican, as if that was a bad thing. Newsflash, you gropey old pervert, you hair-sniffing, little girl nipple-rubbing pedophile. MAGA, make America great again, is no insult. Now you've said it often enough with a distasteful tone in your voice so that the dumber half of America thinks the word MAGA is a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. Make America great again is much easier to get accomplished when you have made America the laughing stock of the world, when you have made America a joke, Joe Biden, when you have made America look weak because you have weakened it, Joe Biden, because you have destroyed the economy, Joe Biden, because you have opened the southern border with a red carpet, free phones and food and clothing, and a free air-conditioned ride to illegal, law-breaking, criminal, invading, trespassing immigrants, Joe Biden. And those immigrants, Joe Biden, are coming to this country with measles, mumps, rubella, polio, COVID, and other diseases that we had all but wiped out in America, Joe Biden. And those criminal illegal aliens that you've allowed in and welcomed in and rolled out the red carpet for, Joe Biden, they're committing heinous crimes, raping little girls, robbing elderly people, carjacking. Maybe this is all a plot to bring in brown-skinned criminals so that the African-American participation in crime will go down. Maybe that was the goal. Right now, and for the past 30 years, the African-Americans, the 13% hyphenated American minority, have committed by percentage, by demographics, by sheer numbers, the highest percentage of all violent crimes in this country, including rape, robbery, carjacking, murder, shootings, stabbings, you name it. 
perhaps by bringing in a bunch of brown-skinned Latino immigrants who come here to commit crime, we'll lay off the black folks for a little while. The problem is, by bringing in brown-skinned criminals, you're not going to reduce the number of black-skinned criminals. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. It's like saying, I've got an idea. We started a fire with gasoline. Let's throw kerosene on it, and maybe it will not burn as hot. You're listening to The Truth Hurts Program. Okay, as I always say, one of the pitfalls of doing a program on your cell phone while driving is you get an incoming call or a text or a notification. My apologies for the loud ringing sound if you're hearing that loud ringing sound, but I had to take the call. Anyway, a friendly programming note for all of you, my Truth Hurts program listeners. I will be stepping away from the Truth Hurts program microphone for the next 19 days. I'm flying out early, early tomorrow morning on the first day of March 2024. I'll be visiting Seoul, South Korea, Da Nang, Vietnam, several places in Singapore, and then traveling to the ancient cities in China. And then to culminate the trip, I will be visiting the very modern city of Shanghai. And I'm sure I'll have a lot to talk about when I get back. It's going to be a great trip. I'm going with two of my brothers and one of my brother's wives. We're going to be doing lots of tourism and exploration. And I'm going to find out for myself whether we were indeed lied to throughout our entire lives about how everyone in China wears a pointy hat and flip-flops and picks rice out of wet rice fields for a living. I'm going to find out whether the people of Vietnam are so impoverished and that they too wear pointy hats and flip-flops and they too pick rice from empty fields. And I'm going to find out if the South Korean people are all, as we were taught, victims of communism wearing, you know, pointy, pointy hats and uh, flip-flops and uh, picking, you know, rice rice out of the fields. I'm going to find out if those things we were told as lies as children to make us more thankful to be in America were true. I have a hunch. Dogs still bark in those countries. Cats still meow. And people are people no matter where you go. And that it's just the indoctrination and the lies and the propaganda that you are fed in every single country on the planet that shape your opinion of other people around the world. And that the negative messaging given to you all of your life about China, Russia, Korea, Vietnam, Australia, Brazil, Colombia, Africa, were all fed to you to make you distrust everyone but your own government. And as we are finding out here in 2024, it is our own government that we should not be trusting. 
in the least. All right, folks, that's about all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Go out there and make it a great day, and we'll see you next time. Opinions expressed on this program are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I do apologize if you are offended, but I retract absolutely nothing because I speak the truth, even though most of the time, the truth hurts. Copyright 2024, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. This program, of course, pre-recorded. And finally, I will see you all back here sometime after the 18th or 19th of March. So please, listen to some previous episodes. Look back around December, and you'll find all of my commercial parodies and all of the other funny things. Joe Biden laughed compilations of his gaffes and his lies and his misspeaking, I think you'll enjoy it. Go back and catch up on older episodes of the Truth Herds program, and we'll see you back here just after the middle of the month. Bye-bye for now.